for Cup of Hope. I am Stephanie Winslow and I am so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Uh, sorry for the delay this morning getting going a little bit later uh, than I like, but nonetheless we are it's still morning so we're you know on track sort of. Um, I'm just grateful whatever time of day it is to be able to bring a message of hope, a message of uh, encouragement, a message of truth to you in your life. And I just pray that God uses it as he sees best fit uh, to transform you into the likeness, the image of Jesus Christ to help you fall more in love with God. Like that is That is the point, right, of this life. The point of this life is that we understand um, how great our Father's love for us is and delight in Him and then also become more like Christ. Like love, love God, love others and become more like Christ. And I, I feel like in a nutshell, that's what this whole life is about. And everything we walk through is, is forcing us in that direction, pushing us in that direction of, of knowing who we are, whose we are, um, knowing who who God is and helping us to become more like Christ. But without further ado, let's lift up our cups together today and ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your word. This um, month we are walking through a, a series called Radical Generosity. When we think about generosity, we can look to God. <laughs> um, he is the one who gives good gifts. Uh, and he, he gives us good gifts. And so often, I think we take so many of them for granted and we don't even often recognize them or, or give homage and credit to him for the gift. Like we, whether it's you know, a, a promotion or whether it's a, a new home we're able to purchase or whatever. So often in this life, we, we look at ourselves as the one who made these things possible. And we need to be very careful about having that mindset and mentality because it is God alone who makes these things possible for us. He's the one who allowed us to have the opportunity. He's the one who opened doors. He's the one who closed doors. He's the one who has protected and guarded us. He's the one who helped bring the finances into play. He's the one who holds all things together. And without him, we would not make things happen. Um, I, I know that I have tried in my own strength to, to get things done in a certain order, a certain way, instead of waiting on God's timing. And I can tell you from my own experience that there's, there's times when I've tried to push ahead of God, I worked harder than I ever have in my life and got less accomplished. But when I focused in on God and asked for His wisdom, His direction, His, His, um, His timing, he shifted everything around and it's not that I didn't work hard because there's still that element of, of, of work that I believe that he delights in uh, for us, but that working became less of a burden. It became less on my shoulders to get the thing done and I recognized and realized that God was with me in it and that gave me a lot more energy and encouragement to move forward even if the timeline wasn't the timeline that I thought may was, was best, right? Let's be honest. 
God's timing is always better than mine. God's ways are always better than my ways. And his thoughts about everything are better than mine. And I can trust him. I can place my whole faith and confidence in him. And I know that as we look at generosity, um, especially around the holidays, you know, there's so many people in need. There's so many uh, organizations. I'm sure you, just like me, you're getting letters from tons of different organizations asking you to donate money to this cause or this cause. And you think, you know what? Like sometimes I, I think we get so overwhelmed that we end up just not giving because it's easier to not give than to feel like we have to pick and choose or to decide or feel like, Ugh, I just, I don't know who to give to. And I believe that God desires us to give, but it should come from a place of, of a heart of desire, a willingness to give, a place of joy that we, we desire to give. So we don't have to give just because someone um, sends a letter, right? We don't have to give because of that, but we give because there is a stirring in our heart to give. And I believe that God's heart for us, because he loves us so much, his heart for us was stirred. And he's, he gave us light, he gave us water, he gave us bread, the sustenance for our bodies, uh, the, the things that we need to just live as humans on this earth. And he also, we're going to listen to um, a couple of verses from uh, Genesis 12, when God is working with Abram. This is before Abram was given a new name, before he was called the father of nations. Uh, he was asked before that to go out, to, to leave the land that he was familiar with, to leave his family, and set out to a new place, a new land that God would be calling him to. And uh, I believe that through this story, we see that God desires us to have a place, a home, a land that we belong to. Um, and why is that? Land is, I believe that it's where we find a lot of our identity. It's a, a place where we find home. It's a place where we find our rest. We can lay our head and, and be at rest in this land. It's a place of security and a place of um, just provision for our, us and our family. Back in the day when Abraham would have been looking for a land, he would have wanted to find a place that his animals could have grazing land and a place where they could plant crops so they could grow things to provide food for the family. So the land was really, really, really important. Um, and, and I think because of the way our life is now, we don't always connect how important this land was. So it's scary to leave a place of security. It's scary to leave a place where you're, you're known um, and to go to a place that you don't yet know the destination and you're waiting for God to give you the, the roadmap, right? You're waiting step by step and, and waiting for God to, to show you. So let me read this to you, um, Genesis 12, verses 6 and 7. This is from the New Living Translation. It says, Abram traveled through the land as far as Shechem. There he set up camp beside the oak of Moreh. At that time, the area was inhabited by the Canaanites. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your descendants. And Abram built an altar and he dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared to him. 
there's so much to me that goes on in these verses. One, it's we see Abraham traveling, right? He's traveling. He gets to this land. He sets up camp. Um, so at this point, I don't know how long he's been on this journey, but um, it's probably been a, a, a stitch of time, uh, long enough, right? And and then he gets to this place. He sets up camp. He's he's a foreigner in this land, and God says to him, appears to him, and I will give you the, give, give this land to your descendants. And this land, he looks around and he can see it's well. This land is already inhabited. Like that would be my first question. Like wait, what? Because all these people are already living here. Isn't this land for their descendants? And you know, land was passed down from generation to generation. That was part of the heritage, right? It was part of the inheritance of, of people is passing on the land. Then God's kind of disrupting all of that and saying to Abram, you know, like, I get what you see. What you see isn't always what we get, right? What we see before us requires us to have a level of faith in God that goes beyond the, the, the visual that's around us, goes beyond what we're experiencing around us. It goes beyond um, just trusting in what we can see in the moment. Our faith in God extends beyond the land that we can see around us, as Abraham would have struggled with, I'm sure. But yet, instead of s struggling with that, maybe he had questions, maybe he didn't. We're not told. But what we are told is that God, or Abram took God at his word. Abram took God at his word and he built an altar there. An altar that symbolized God appeared, God spoke this blessing, this promise, and I'm going to declare my faith in God that he will see it through, that he will make good on his promise that this land will be for my descendants. This altar was, was just this sense of, of him being sure, confident in the promise of God, even when looking around <laughs> uh, didn't look possible with all the people in the land that were living there. Didn't look possible that God would give him this gift of land for his descendants when the land was already inhabited. But there is just such a, a, a beauty to this picture, um, I believe, that God wants to, to give us things, uh, give us a land, a home, a place that we belong. And um, even if it doesn't always look the way we think it's going to look. Um, you know, and I, to be honest, I'm, I struggle with this right now um, because our life looks different, right? Our life looks different if we've lost people that we um, that we love, or maybe relationships haven't haven't gone the way we thought they would go. And so, you know, maybe in the holidays, stir up all kinds of these emotions about having a, a home, having a, a place that's that's comfortable and safe and secure. And so, for Abram, I, I believe that that was something he longed for for himself, for his family, for his descendants. And he was going to this place and looking all around him and saying, wait a minute, there's, I'm a foreigner in this land, but God, you're telling me that this land is going to be for me and for my descendants? And I can relate at some level because the, this sense of home feels different. <laughs> it feels different this year um, without my mom. This will be the first year that I go to Christmas that she 
um, well, last year and several years before that was my grandma, but my mom has hosted Christmas for our family for, for years. And there was just something so special about going home to, to her home, which was, which, you know, the, her hospitality was such that it just, anybody who walked in the door, you felt like you belonged. You felt like you, you, uh, you belonged there, like you were a part of the family and that you had a seat at the table. And I just believe that that is, that was God's hospitality. That was God's um, way of, of using my mom to bring, uh, comfort to people, to bring this sense that I believe Abram was looking for, the place of belonging. And that's why land is, is so important in the scripture. And I believe that it's a gift, a good gift that God gives to us as his people. Um, and that may look different for us now in this time and place, but um, I, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you um, that if you could share how God has provided for you in this way. How has he provided land for you? Whether it's, you know, kind of the ethereal sense of, of that he's pr provided belonging or a place to belong, um, a home. Whether it's a, a, an actual physical house that he's provided or land that he's given you to go and to build the thing that he has given you in your heart and your mind. He, maybe he provided land for for the ministry that you're working with, or maybe he's provided um, any sort of land, whether it's, like I said, just a sense of belonging, a place that you can come home to, um, when it looks, I'm sure, different than what you had thought. But um, just trusting that God is going to provide these things for us, as he says in his word that he will. He provides good things to his people. But I just want to hear, I want to hear your stories. I want to hear what God has done in your life because it's such an encouragement. There's nothing greater than a testimony. Um, this house that we're living in is a testimony because we, at the time it was during COVID, we were look, you know, looking for homes during COVID and it was like we could, some places said like, no, we're not letting anybody come in. Um, it was before the market took off crazy high prices. It was um, at a, a house that we had kind of looked over for a couple of things, but then to, to see what God has done here, where he planted us, the neighbors that he has given us, the community that he has given us, like there is just no doubt in my mind that God had this place mapped out, roped off for us. And it was on the market for longer than a lot of the houses. And it's like, God was waiting for us to just say yes. He was waiting for us to, to buy in and I just, um, when I think about it, it just brings joy to my heart and mind because God is such a good God. He provides every need and he does what he says. He blesses us uh, immeasurably and abundantly and more than we could ask or imagine. Like this home, it's abundantly more than I could have asked or imagined. Um, it's more than I would have expected and, and yet in even the neighborhood, it's more than I would have expected God is so good. So I want to hear him. Tell me your stories. Write them in the comments uh, and share your, your stories with us. And it will just be a blessing to so many people. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for your goodness. I thank you for how great you are. I thank you, God, that, that you do give good gifts to your people. 
and that you desire to give us land and that land is place of belonging that we have an identity in who we are because you have given us a home so our home is with you lord and wherever the soles of our feet tread upon uh, wherever the places that you take us god it doesn't it doesn't matter what matters is that we're with you and so god i just thank you that you are giving us a home with you and whether it's here now in this this place we find ourselves or it's in our eternal home with you lord jesus in in our eternity i thank you god that you desire to give us this gift of land i thank you for the example of abram that he trusted you he trusted your promise and lord may in our lives in our own way may we also build an altar to honor you and to thank you, to praise you for the gift of land that you have given us, the gift of belonging, the gift of our future land, our eternity with you. I pray all of these things in Jesus' name, and may you receive the glory, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I do apologize for the delay, but nonetheless, um, I hope that you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. And Lord willing, I'll see you back here on Monday. Bye-bye.